Welcome to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. Today we've got an amazing message of hope and healing just for you. God's Word never returns to Him void, so let this message sink deep into your heart so that you can walk out your complete healing journey today. Hi. Um, going on the, the last podcast I did, I wanted to carry on on the topic of honesty. Um, I recently heard by someone who's in ministry and who had formerly worked in pharmaceuticals that it was not recommended for those who were coming out of addiction to go to places like churches because at a church they were not encouraged to be authentic and to be themselves. Um, and so I've been thinking about that a lot and just wanted to, to put forth this message that it's okay to be honest. It's okay to be honest about where you are and to where your thoughts are because from then, once you realize that and you can be real before the Lord, then you can be on a greater progression or a more successful progression to being free and getting yourself in the light and the truth and getting your your face, your countenance uplifted before the light and the approval of God's countenance being lifted up on you. And one of the things I love about Jesus in the Bible is that, um, and Jesus today, is that he is a lifter upper. He is always lifting up. Um, there are so many different scenarios and we're going to look at those, but I think that honesty is something to really dig into these days because um, we're a performance-based society, <clears throat> and uh, and you know truth and honesty do go together. One of the things that impedes your healing journey, as we all have experienced, is fear. So as we talked about a little bit last time, is that fear leads to unbelief, which then um, can stop up having having freedom in the Lord and coming into the truth. So before there's even a sickness, you can be having thoughts, thoughts that you are unwell, thoughts um, going back to when you were abandoned or you were disappointed and where you failed. So failure is something that can also bring shame. Shame is, is different from embarrassments. Embarrassment is something that has happened to you, whereas shame is something that you are or that you believe you are. And when you're ashamed, then you come into fear of, of ever, that you will never be worthy again. You will never be worthy of love. And um, your the place where the Lord has for you is a very broad place, but if you're in shame, you're in fear, and you're your place of dwelling and your thoughts about yourself become very small and very limited and very restriction restricted sorry we've we've all had a lot of restrictions about us recently and um what it does is it limits your movement it 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 um it fastens your your belief it's no longer all things are possible it's like well if this would happen that would be really nice <laughs> So you're suddenly living from a really low level of expectation. There's very little fuel in your tank, so to speak. So how do you get out of that? Well, I love the whole passage of 1 John 4. 
because in 1 John 4:18 it says there is no fear in love but perfect love drives out fear because fear involves punishment um and what's interesting about this whole passage is that it starts by saying beloved in verse 1 of John 1 John for uh chapter 4 beloved do not believe every spirit but test the spirits to see whether they are from god for many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this you will know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God, and every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard is coming and which is already in the world at this time. So first to understand that perfect love drives out fear and that there is no fear in love, you must first come to understand that it's important to test the spirits. So whatever you're hearing, whatever your thoughts are being influenced by, first off, is it true? Is it of the spirit of truth, which is the Holy Spirit who only testifies and reminds you of the things that Jesus said? If it's, if, if it's not, then it's very simple. If it's not of God, it's antichrist, which means it's not just against the things of Christ, that spirit comes to replace Christ. So this spirit will deceive you in, in a myriad of ways. It will even come to you as your own reasoning. And that's why we can get caught up in lies um, for a very long time because we like to entertain it as something reasonable. It's something that pertains to what you did or who you think you are. And, um, and so we live in that place of clampdown and deception for, for longer than we... we the Lord would ever have us be, right? Because he already paid for our liberty and our freedom. So um, a lot of times we cannot be honest because we're locked in a place of untruth and, and being deceived. What can happen is that we're afraid to bring the thing from the darkness into the light because we, like Adam and Eve, are afraid that 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 is going to be the thing of God's greatest disapproval and we want to run. Well, if you're in a place of hiding, then you've already ran. <laughs> you've already run away from the Lord. If there's something that you haven't repented of, if there's something you haven't confessed, if there is unforgiveness you're holding on to, then you haven't brought it into the light of the Lord. And let me tell you something, because of every sickness and every disease that the Lord bore in his body on the cross he will not give you the face of disgust should you bring these dark things to him in confession he will not be disgusted by you he will not condemn you because he did not come into the world to condemn the world but that the world by him would be saved um so I just want to minister to those who are believing lies and are stuck in a place of deception right now that could be impeding your healing could be could be impeding your emotional healing um and here's another lie of the enemy that the thing that you're afraid to confess or bring into the light is only happening to you or it's only happened to you right that you're there you're very special in this case that um, whatever you did, no one else has done. 
And so you wonder, is this forgivable? Well, everything has been paid for on the cross. I don't know if you've been watching these trucks in Canada, mega trucks, and there was one brilliant picture of them over this bridge. The weight must have been challenging the capacity of the bridge, but do you know what? The bridge held up. That is the hope we take in the body of Jesus Christ, that the Lord was willing to crush for our sake. He can take the weight of your sin. He can take the darkness of whatever it did that you did. And so I encourage you to bring it to him because though the Lord crushed him for our sake, not one bone in his body was broken. And that is a prophecy that was fulfilled in the book of John. After he hung on the cross, the Roman soldiers put a, th uh, a sword through his side, but they did not break his legs, though he had been crucified because he was already dead. And that fulfilled a prophecy. Actually, it fulfilled a requirement from Exodus 12:46, where the Passover lamb is being described. And though families would... Um, carry the Passover lamb from one, one household to another to partake, um, not one of the bones could be broken for it to be a perfect sacrifice. And so in the body of Christ, none of his bones were broken and he remained the perfect sacrifice, even, even in his physical body. So don't think that, that your matter is so much that it would crush to the point of, of, of him not being able to take it. That's a place where you can stay in profound um, oppression of the enemy because the truth can't get in there. And so what undoes, what undoes our fear and our torment and our punishment? Well, it truly is the love of the Lord. Why? Because in love, there is no punishment. In fear, there's tons of punishment because there is deception. And in the truth of God's love, it is it's an abounding love which eclipses the darkness of your sin and your shame and whatever makes you feel unworthy, whatever keeps you from being worthy to be healed and to receive healing. Let's look at places um, in the word of the Lord being one who lifts up. And I love this. I love the passage in 1 Samuel. It's Hannah who was praying for years that she conceived, but her womb, she was barren. And so she was praying for um, a son and she was savvy because <laughs> she made, um, she, she, well, she made a deal, didn't she? She said to the Lord, if you give me a son, then I will raise him up to be, a, um, to be holy unto you. And her her boast in the Lord is in 1 Samuel chapter 2. Um, gosh, starting with verse 5. It's so good. Please read the whole thing. She says, Those who were full have hired themselves out for bread, and the hungry have ceased to hunger. Even the barren has borne seven, and she who has many children has become feeble. The Lord kills and makes alive. He brings down to the grave and brings up. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. He brings low and and he lifts up. He raises the poor from the dust. And he lifts the beggar from the ash heap. To set them among princes. And to make them inherit the throne of glory. So how many images of the Lord lifting up do we see in that passage? And it's just like the vine dresser. 
who takes the vine that's in the, the dust and out of the sun, and he lifts it up. He sets it on a rock of all things. The rock is Christ. He sets it up on a rock or a trellis so that it can receive the light again. So what he loved to do with you who are feeling low and are feeling unworthy and are feeling like a beggar, like you're begging to be healed. My love, if you are in Christ, you are not just a priest that you can intercede for these things. You are also a king that you can declare that that you can declare that they are done. Let's come into the priestly lineage of Melchizedek through Jesus Christ, through whom we not only intercede, but we declare and we command. Amen? So that can be your future. And it can be your present. Let's also look at Luke 152. This is another favorite passage of mine of Mary. Mary, who, um, man, who was willing who was willing to really go through a lot to be the mother of Jesus. And I don't think she understood everything that would, that would come to her, but um, let's see her. I'm sorry, Matthew, Mark, Luke. I was not there yet. Um, but for her love of the Lord, she, she endured and she was a, she was a godly woman. So yes, Luke 1 52, here is her boastful praise of the Lord. Uh, let's start with uh, verse 48. For he has regarded the lowly state of his maidservant. For behold, henceforth all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. His mercy is on those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has put down the mighty from their thrones and exalted the lowly. So there he is, exalting the lowly again. So this is to you who feels, feels weak and feels unworthy. I'm speaking right to you. And this is your day. This is your time to reach out and receive the reward of the Lord and be lifted up and be lifted out of your present state. James 4.10 says, humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up. Maybe your humility is actually confessing that he can. Maybe your act of humility is to confess that you are worthy because these are the things that the Lord says about you. He did the work so that you can now be lifted up and raised out of your lowly state and have a testimony in your mouth because we overcome by what? The blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And testimony isn't getting up before people and saying who you were when you were a teenager and you what drugs you did and how many people you slept with. Maybe you did that. Maybe you did all sorts of things. <laughs> <laughs> you probably did if you live beyond age 15, right? So basically that, that, that is a common story and we all have a, a different script of, of our story. Your testimony, however, is who God has been for you and who he is to you. Who do you testify of his being right now to you? And what will your, your testimony be once you're up and you're out of your sick bed? and you're walking, and you're able to tell people of what the Lord has done for you. Who is he for you? For me, he is truth, and he is everything he says about himself. 
He is reliable. He is the lifter of my head. When I am low down, I just lift my face to him. And do you know what? He's always happy. <laughs> he's, he's never worried. He has a plan. He has a plan for good, for a desired and expected end. And that is true for you. Maybe your act of worship today is to believe him to believe that he is good, to believe that he really paid the very last cent, that he is not afraid of the things you have done. He's just asking you, hey, forgive that person. Come out of the darkness, forgive yourself. Repent of your sin. If there's someone you need to say you're sorry to, let just go before the Lord and let him seek your heart and bring the burden out so that you can be free. He is a rewarder of those who earnestly seek him, right? If anyone's going to come to him, we must, must first believe that he is, believe that he is real and that he exists, right? And you must also believe that he is a rewarder. Today, let's believe that he is a lifter upper because he's going to lift you up out of your situation and put you in the light of his countenance, which is really a, a beautiful place to live. And you can go there any day. It's not restricted. <laughs> have to laugh anyway so let's go to mark 5 this i love this i love this story mark 5 so we went over this a little bit more so a little bit last time so mark 5 verse 35 while he was still speaking that's jesus some came from the ruler of the synagogue's house which said your daughter is dead why trouble the teacher any further as soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he said to the ruler of the synagogue, do not be afraid, only believe. Remember, you can't do both. You can't be in fear and hear the Lord minister love to you, even though he's always loving you. You've got to be in belief or fear. If you want to be in fear, that's totally up to you. But if you want to believe that the Lord is happy today and wants to heal you today and that you will testify of his healing you, then believe that. And he permitted no one to follow him except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. Then he came to the house of the ruler of the synagogue and saw a tumult and those who wept and wailed loudly. Ooh, what a, what a to-do. Then 39, when he came in, he said to them, Why make this commotion and weep? The child is not dead, but sleeping. And they ridiculed him. But when he had put them all outside he took the father and the mother of the child and those who were with him and entered where the child was lying then he took the child by the hand imagine him taking you by your hand right now hmm. and said to her talita kumi which is translated to mean little girl i say to you arise right get up Immediately, the girl arose and walked, for she was 12 years of age, and they were overcome with great amazement. So there's little Talita, little girl of 12, rising up by Jesus, um, healing her. And she lived, praise God, and they gave her something to eat. So let's go back to Mark 9, verse 27. This is the story of um, the boy who was um, delivered of the deaf and dumb spirit. Let's start on verse 24. Immediately the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. Maybe that's your prayer today. Help my unbelief. When Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, 
deaf and dumb spirit, I command you, come out of him and enter him no more. Then the spirit cried out, convulsed him greatly, and came out of him. And he became as one dead, so that many said, he is dead. Wow, they're not very hopeful. And verse 27, but Jesus took him by the hand and lifted, lift, lifted him up, and he arose. So Jesus takes the little boy by the hand, and the little boy is lifted up. Amen? Right? Jesus is a lifter-upper. Um, what's interesting with this boy is that it's a deaf and dumb spirit. Is it a spirit of truth in this boy? No. Is it a spirit that is telling of truth? No, it's a dumb spirit. So the child can't even speak. Um, is it, a, is it a, a spirit that's hearing the truth all the time? No, faith comes through hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing the word of God. So it's very interesting that it's a deaf and dumb spirit within this boy. Is there a part of you that's deaf and dumb because of fear? How long has it been that you've given a testimony of the goodness of God in your situation? In your situation, not about your situation, but in your situation, have you testified of the goodness of God recently? Are you hearing about his goodness? And in your hearing, are you believing? Is it getting into your heart that you tell others by your testimony? Let's practice our testimony. Practice your testimony of the Lord's goodness every day. Amen. I hope you're taking communion and testifying of, of his blood that's cleansed you of all sin and unrighteousness. And now you testify of his goodness to you. Did he give you another day of life? Did your eyes open? Can you hear the birds outside? Is there someone you appreciate caring for you? All of these things we can testify. And that, that will lift you up. That will lift up your spirit into encouragement. Um, I love this one particularly. Mark 10, where Jesus blesses the little children. So starting with verse 13, Then they brought little children to him that he might touch them, but the disciples rebuked those who brought them. But when Jesus saw it, he was greatly displeased and said to them, Let the little children come to me and do not forbid them, for such is the kingdom of God. Assuredly, I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will by no means enter it. In verse 16, And Jesus took the little children up in his arms, laid his hands on them, and blessed them. And perhaps that's what you need to imagine happening to you right now, that the Lord takes you up in his arms. Remember when you were little and you're, you'd be picked up by your dad or your grandpa and your feet couldn't touch the floor. You were lifted up and in the arms and enfolded in safety and he laid his hands on them may the lord lay his hand upon you or lay your own hand over your head over your body and he blessed them and bless yourself say a blessing over yourself right i am healed i am whole hold the lord gave his body for my body just as the lord is so am i on the earth look at his body right now Let's behold the beautiful body of Jesus Christ. If you want to do this further in scripture, I, I recommend highly reading Song of Solomon and going over the part of the, of the beloved, of the bridegroom, and going part by part over the beauty of his body and um, just beholding that and its perfection, his holiness, the purity, 
and bless the Lord's body and say, your eyes are like dove's eyes. You're, you look in one direction, your purity of sight. You are eternal sight. Start with his hair. Go into Revelation. Look at his hair. Look at his eyes burning with fire. His eyes are bronze. Look, he walked the trail. He blazed the trail that you don't have to walk, but he blazed it for you that you can live in health and live with a sober mind, live with, with a sound mind, that out of your mouth will come the word of God for others. Who are you going to tell about your healing journey? Who can you not wait to testify to about the Lord's faithfulness in your life? Get ready. Get ready and live in, anticip in anticipation of that day coming where you will stand before your church or your Bible study or tell your neighbor of what the Lord has done for you. What do you want that testimony to sound like? It's up to you. And it starts today. So I pray that you will come out of the darkness of any untruth about you, that you will share someone. Oh my goodness, think of the woman at the well, the woman of Samaria. Did you hear the joke that she's the largest woman in the Bible because she was the woman of Samaria? No, no, that's not true. <laughs> she was probably a nice looking woman because she had no, no lack of men in her life, right? But when she sits with the Lord and then, and he says, he just reads her mail, doesn't he? He says, yeah, you've, you, you've, you've had a few husbands, but the, the man that you're with now isn't your husband, is it? And does she go into shame and run away? No. How she begins her testimony is she goes into the village and she says, he knew everything about me. That is her first word of praise and declaration and testimony of the goodness of the Lord. He knew everything about me. And do you know what? The village, the village wanted to know more because they knew her story and it was a shameful one. It was one that caused her to go into the heat of the day and at that time gather water where no one else was there. There weren't anyone to, to ridicule her. There wasn't anyone at the well at that time to ridicule her. But upon meeting Jesus and having his approval, she went out and said, he knew everything about me and he never shamed her. But by that she knew that he was Lord and that she had met with the Messiah that day. And that was the beginning of her testimony to her village, which eventually came also to know the Lord. So I encourage that to you. Maybe that's your, your testimonial today. I can't wait to hear it. And I hope that you'll be the next one to share on Healing Journeys today. We hope you got some great nuggets of wisdom out of that teaching. Thank you for listening to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. And don't forget, you can find us live on Facebook and YouTube seven days a week. If you would like to donate, please go to www.healingjourneystoday.com. Isaiah 53.5 says, And by His stripes, we are healed. God bless you.